Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg, and it still does not. Cade. Yep. I've got to ask you this. Everyone's going to everyone's gonna be peeved if I don't. Okay. Who do you like in this uh, in the game this weekend, LSU or Alabama? Let me hear about it. Uh, I think I'm going to listen to that theme. I think Marvel sucks. No, it doesn't. No, it really does. No. Ah, satisfying theme. Satisfying theme. Uh, So to answer your questions, I don't really care about sports. And you're not an Alabama fan. No. Okay, so you probably want a Lucerville University to win. I can only assume what that's what that stands for. You know, LSU has already beaten Auburn this year. So So by the transitive property, if Alabama beats LSU, then they are better than Auburn. Yes. Okay, and you're willing to admit that on mic. Yeah, I okay. mean, I, I will Great. admit that Alabama is probably better than Auburn Oof. just overall. Oh, this no. Year. What happened to you? Well, Auburn has played eight games and they've had offense in zero of them that's not true they've played well against mississippi state but this this podcast is about sports that's true the joke was just that you didn't know anything about sports uh i know some things about About college football specifically um i mean uh did cal ripkin play for a a college football ever Uh uh-huh Okay. Yeah. He so went, I know him. He went to JMU. Did he? <laughs> yeah. He was a Duke. Yeah. Me I, and Cal. Ask me about another athlete. Okay. Okay. Um. Um. Sinbad. Sinbad went to JMU. No way. Yeah. Sinbad mm-hmm. also went to JMU. Ask me one more athlete. Okay. Okay. One more athlete. Um. Psh, Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong went to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. Well, this is a perfect segue. Uh, I figured because you were talking about uh, LSU and all that stuff mm-hmm. um, that you were trying to suck up to colges because you're trying to get into their law program. And this is a perfect segue Actually, to a new fan favorite segment called Jordan's Law Corner. Do you have a theme song ready for that yet? I Let's hear not. that right now. Law, law, law. <laughs> but it's, you know, Wait, it's do that like again. la, 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 like singing. Do that again. La, la, la. Do that again. Why? La, la. Dude, I want to harmonize with you. All right. La, 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 la. Corner. <laughs> Great. Can you isolate that? Yeah. Okay, perfect. We Very have that. Job. That's locked and loaded. That's ready. That is the new theme of Jordan's Law Corner. Um, Hit me with it. What's the recent news about your lawyeristic not voyeuristic lawyeristic <laughs> endeavors uh i'm writing an essay and okay. then i'm gonna put that with an application i'm gonna send it to law schools and okay. they're gonna be like probably not which one which law schools are you looking at uh, I'm we looking are walking in. distance from uva right now so may i recommend them you may not okay because they expect me to have better grades than i do okay <laughs> currently Mm-hmm. Your grades of and the being thing, like the nine thing to about five. My, the thing about my GPA, mm-hmm. and this is interesting. Okay, I mean, I'm I interested. Was, I was completely done taking all of my classes before I decided to go to law school, and it's completely unchangeable. Uh, wait, so you're saying about graduation, you can't go back and retcon some of those bad boys? If only. You can't. I cannot. Okay, I didn't know. I, I genuine, genuinely uh, don't yeah. know anything about applying for so law school. So I'm kind of just stuck with what I got. What do you got? Uh, three, two, five, if any law schools are listening. <laughs> It's not very good. Um, I mean, I don't really know what is good. What was your GPA? Three. It was around there. I think it was probably three one. 
Hmm. It definitely like those gen eds really weighed me down hmm. like hard. And then my yeah. major classes, I got straight A's and B's in all my major classes. Yeah, those gen eds, especially so I took only gen eds for like my first year because I didn't know what I was going to you know, major in. Yeah, law, apparently you should have gone back in time and told yourself well, you're yeah. going to want to be a lawyer Too late for that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and I did terrible my first year. Okay. Part of it was just adjusting to college. Like it was such a different it atmosphere is to be in. Very different. I was not prepared for it. Would and, you? Uh, yeah. Would you tell yourself? And for those of you listening for your first time, this is a Marvel exclusive podcast. Yeah. Um, would you mind sharing uh, with me this? The answer to this question. <laughs> okay. If you could go back in time and tell yourself that you want to be a lawyer now, uh-huh. and tell your freshman yourself to do all of the things that made that possible, would you do it? Mm. Or are you so grateful for the past eight years? If I could go back in time and like do it with the knowledge I have now, yes, like with my adult focus and you stuff. You can't. You have 15 minutes to tell freshman year Jordan Yeah, Peoples. he would not have been able to put that into action at all. <laughs> would he be able to like comprehend that, the, oh, there's a time-traveling future me? You don't yeah, think that would but be he's, like... he's kind of a flake. <laughs> I don't think he can pull it Still, off. Still, if, if time... Physics-defying de- mm-hmm. yep. uh, time travel happened. I just don't have a lot of faith in that guy. <laughs> <laughs> in the future. No, in, in the, the future, Jordan. In oh, the past, okay. Jordan, because I'm going I back thought, in time. I thought you were saying he didn't have a lot of faith in you. Oh, no, he probably has faith in me. I just don't have any faith in him. So I could be like, watch out, this thing's going to happen. He's like, yeah, in the future. <laughs> so he'll just shrug it off? Yeah, he's a procrastinator. Okay. So saying something bad will happen in the future is is basically what he's expecting already. Do you think you would have like naturally ended up on the law side of studies and stuff organically if you had not met me and started recording music and started recording this incredibly well, so this popular is, this is kind podcast. of the wrinkle in this last discussion is that technically going into JMU, yes. I was under their pre-law program because I've been thinking about this. And then, Interesting. And then over the first two years doing computer science and stuff, I completely was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm okay. never going to be a lawyer. <laughs> I, d- I had no idea. All I knew mm-hmm. about your high school endeavors were you liked uh, World of Warcraft and you took Japanese. Yeah. Those um, are the two main things. Yes. <laughs> they, those make me sound very cool. <laughs> and I was also not even cool in Japanese because I was the one kid in Japanese class who didn't watch anime, which makes it like a real mind. Which fuck. now you do. <laughs> I have seen some anime since. <laughs> okay. Would you go back in time and tell and yourself to, to watch, watch those anime? animes? <laughs> like the animes that you've seen. Like tell them about the good ones. Mm. I think most of the ones I've seen have come out since I've been in high school. I don't know how many of them are like fresh from the 2000s. You think? I feel I like a, don't a lot know. of anime is just, it's been there forever. Certainly some of it has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, I mean, I don't watch any anime really. Yeah. Unless you count Digimon. Which you certainly would. Okay, yeah. And you actually played the Digimon game. Yeah, which is, I played a lot of Digimon games. Which is, those have some... Those very are, hardcore Japanese role-playing game elements in yes. them. Like, they're long, very grindy. Much so. Oh, yeah. It was a 60-hour game, like, to do the bare minimum campaign. And I explored the space, let me tell you. Yeah. That was, oh, my God. That was when I first started working full-time mm-hmm. at the in Charlottesville. And I uh, was commuting to Harrisonburg 
like on the weekends. Yeah. I would stay with you on your couch for, yeah. for four days at a time. Then I drive home Friday night. I would be so exhausted because the idea of a consistent like nine to five, sometimes more depending on events we had at the theater, uh, like that just did not compute with everything I had done in my life up to that point. So I was just like, all right, like Saturday is just going to be, I would get home at around eight or 9 PM from Charlottesville, get to Harrisonburg buy dinner, play Digimon and rock band for a solid six hours, <laughs> go to bed at 3 AM and then wake up at noon and do both of those things all day long. <laughs> and that was basically a month of my life. So and you, it was pretty good. Yeah. You mentioned wow. Earlier. Yes. Um, and I've been playing WoW again. I, I just wanted to do a pop quiz. How okay, long great. do you think it takes to get to max level in World of Warcraft? Um, how many hours of playing? Can time? you tell me how many people have done it? Tons. Is it a lot? No, yeah. No, you ex- most people will eventually hit max level at some what point. What percentage of players? Probably 50. I'm going to say it takes to get... What's, what's the max level? 60. Oh, that doesn't seem that high. Uh, I'm going to say, well, I was going to say an hour per level. Is it exponential? Like level one is easy. Level two is harder. And yeah, so it gets on. hard. As you okay. Know. Okay. So like is 59 to 60, like as hard as one to 59? No. Okay. It's, it's not that, uh, weighted. Okay. I know some games like that. I'm mm-hmm. going to guess. And again, if this is the first time listening to the show, this is a Marvel exclusive <laughs> podcast. I am going to guess it takes 200 hours to reach max rank in world of warcraft yeah it's about right okay it's i'm glad i asked people, all those questions most people will probably take a little longer than that but like if you're leveling fairly like you know you're working toward the gold not frou-frouing around a bunch yeah. mm-hmm. that's about right okay and you have you reached max max rank no okay what level are you i'm level 41 or something okay and yeah. how's your law career going it's in the it's in going down the tubes. <laughs> okay, so you're applying to schools. Yeah, is that just what you how you want to end Jordan's law corner? Do you have any other segments that you'd like to not segments because those are later on? Well, last time I complained about the LSAT because I mm-hmm. just taken it, but I actually got my results back on that LSAT and I did really well. So oh, okay, and what? How well's really well? Uh, we don't need to give specific numbers. I want you to brag on Mike to all of our fans that you're better <laughs> nah, at taking tests than they are. <laughs> nah, because the frustrating thing about my score uh-huh. is that it's almost excellent. Oh, but not quite it's, excellent. It's really good, but it's not excellent. Mm. I got a 168. And for anyone who knows about the LSAT, like Out 170 is like that that goal score. Okay. You want a 170. So I was like two points under that, which put me at like the 96th percentile. But, you know, really, you want to be up there in 98, in the 100th percentile. Yeah. You want no one to have done better. Yeah. Uh, so, and I didn't do that, so I'm still bummed. So you're not going to take it again, or are you? No, I'm not going to take you're it not. again. You're not. That test sucks. <laughs> but you took it three times. Took it twice. Oh. And I assumed you loved it so much the first time that you just couldn't take it. Uh, take, well, not so I would have taken it again if it had been at Liberty because I had to. It was like a thing where I was going to have to drive to DC Oof. on a Monday Yikes. and take it in the afternoon. Ooh. Did not like any of those things, so yeah. I just didn't take it. <laughs> I, and hate I, the I afternoon. just settled with the thing I got because it's fine. Okay, and uh, I guess that concludes Jordan's law corner. But unless. it pivots right into what we did the day after. I got that test result back. We celebrated yeah, with we were, a little trip to Richmond. Uh-huh. Well, we went to. Steel Panther, gods of 
pussy tour. <laughs> uh, we saw Steel Panther, mm. the hair metal uh, parody act. It's parody, not really parody bands. It's like, well, they started out as a cover band of yeah. 80s hair but metal. Parody implies that they'd be like making fun of it, which they certainly aren't. It's like an yeah. homage band. They made fun of them. It is an homage, but I mean, yeah. they made fun of Def Leppard. Like the drummer played with one arm for a while. Well, he didn't just do it. Like, he <laughs> it lost was, an arm. There were a lot. Not the the real drummer, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. The real drummer actually lost an I arm. I thought you were saying they're making fun of Def Leppard, like how their drummer, Def Leppard's drummer, used to play for one arm. For yeah. A while. No, no, no. He <laughs> like, lost an arm. He committed to that. Yeah. He very, very much committed to that. Uh, Steel Panther. So let me set the stage. I'm a big Steel Panther fan. Mm-hmm. I love comedy. Mm-hmm. I love hair metal. Uh, so really, this was a match made in heaven, this band. Uh, and I swindled you and uh, Nick, my one of my close friends since first grade and your current roommate, mm-hmm. um, into going. And I did not think Nick would go for this, but he, <laughs> he was pretty excited about it going in yeah. but somehow. Uh, and I will say... Uh, it was exactly as ridiculous as I'd hoped. Okay, yeah, I, it, 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 it was more so than I thought it would yeah, be. Yeah, it's completely bananas. It it definitely escalated past I where I thought it would I go. I mentioned this on the drive back that I thought they they felt like a band from the Tarantino universe where everything's heightened and more graphic yeah. and like overly sexual and yeah. stuff. It's like they're, they're a hair metal band from that dimension pulled into our dimension. I really thought that they would have like just played through the songs, mm-hmm. but they did not. They had so many great bits. It was <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. They had audience participation. At one point they invited all of the women onto the stage and all of the women did. Yeah. It was, was amazing. Like, it was like, 25 30 women yeah. on stage it was very dancing busy. around to a song like like sort of uh demeaning to them <laughs> <laughs> well and there was the there was that moment where they did that slow ballad weenie, weenie ride. ride yeah <laughs> who could forget the slow <laughs> to a ballad specific classic. audience member who yes. came on stage to a woman yeah. whose name i forget but i was i was honestly a little nervous because as you know watching all these marvel movies with me again first time listening at marvel only content uh-huh. uh i'm very like uh, what's the word empathetic with how people view content that I recommend to them. Yeah. And I, if they're not enjoying it, I will be having a bad time no matter how much I love it. Marvel. I kind of like have over the years built a brick wall between you and me. Cause I know <laughs> even if you don't, I know it's fucking perfect. Uh, so steel Panther, you and especially Nick, I was, Oh my God, they're going to hate it. And I'm going to yeah. have a bad time. So I immediately have like two or three beers just to get like loose and in the mindset. Uh-huh. And I was screaming along, I was partying and you had the biggest grin on your face the entire yeah, time. Cause it was the goofiest <laughs> shit. It, it was w- great. It was amazing. Would you come see steel Panther again? Probably, yeah. I would. I'd like to see him at a different venue. Like, sure. Just to spice it up Change a it up a little. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had a great time. and I feel like they'd be great if they're somehow at like a pavilion by a beach. Sure. That seems like a great, like it, like Miami or I don't, something. That seems like where all the bad bands play. I know, but Steel Panther would make it excellent. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun time. Uh, and yeah, we just, we, I was so blown away i thought they would just play through their songs if you haven't heard steel panther check them out you're gonna have a good time it's a really fun well you're gonna have a lot less good of a time listening to their records their records are fun but the live experience was much better than listening. that is true that is true but 
Because it's a whole act. The other thing I said leaving was that it was like the WWE version yes, of rock and roll. Totally. Like heightened and fake and, and, and yeah. way over the top, mm-hmm. which you love. Yeah. And all their songs are super catchy, like fuck all night, party all day. <laughs> like there, there's some really great. Uh, and the people who were at the show too, like some people were dressed up and kind of like yeah. fake stuff. I saw a guy who, who looked kind of like Jeff Foxworthy from mm-hmm. the front, but to, to his back, his hair went down to like the center of his back, like as a mullet. Jeff in the front party in the back exactly and he was wearing tight leather pants and like like these leather boots that have like little heels on them like he was just so full like full of life (laughs) and he was at steel panther would you wear loving it i mean it was a very diverse crowd like just people wise yeah it was a lot of people i was like what do you do when you're not here exactly Exactly. like this is such a committed look yeah like very a large collection of personalities Mm-hmm. Like a very very interesting, and we also saw Crowbot. Crowbot's name. Wait, was, I, thought was, uh, I thought it was Crowbat. Or no, Crowbar. It was Crowbot. Okay, Crowbar. Okay, Crowbar was the. They the were a fan act. of a band called Crowbar, and then they <laughs> the guy was playing guitar, and his, the other guy was like, "That kind of sounds like a robot." And then they were like, Haha, "Our band should be Crowbot." They didn't mention that at the concert. They did not. I looked this up <laughs> later because I was like, "Where they come up with this bad bad name?" <laughs> Um, I, well, I'm glad that Crowbot was good enough for you to research them a little. No, it was more just their name was just it was stuck in my head. Like, what is this supposed to be? And I was disappointed. I didn't expect to love where their name came from. Yeah. But, but but you were the low was our it went even lower yeah. than the low bar that you had for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Steel Panther. Really great show. Um, official band of Marvel sucks versus no, it doesn't. <laughs> I think it's safe to say we played a lot of music on this podcast, uh, but Steel Panther. You know, that takes the cake. The number one slot. The number one show. Have we been to... I guess we went to... I'm trying to think of the amount of shows we've been to together. It's not a lot. No, we went to... It's a handful. um, Car seat headrest. Oh, yeah. What a a different side of the spectrum. (laughs) Both at the National. Yeah. And uh, Sting and Paul Simon. Mm -hmm. Basically, closer to Steel Panther on the spectrum than car seat headrest. Oh, surely we've been at the same show at least another Uh, Father John Misty. Okay. We were the present for that. Mm-hmm. We got separated. Yeah. In the crowd, that crowd really pushed to the front as soon as. Well, that we were both band. crowd surfing. We yeah, got yeah. Crowd so we got Father John Misty. Yes, <laughs> we were both uh, torn asunder by the crowd yeah. surfing. We were reaching, like trying to, like hold my hand, and then, but now. Did I tell you away. at the crowd ocean at the Warp Tour this summer? Hmm. I went to the summer at the Warp Tour to quote uh, Blink One Eighty Two. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wait for it anyway. Um, they had to have a whole bunch of signs that said no people surfing. And I was like, I know no crowd surfing. Like I've heard that, but what the fuck is people surfing? Yeah. It's when you push a person who regularly crowd surfs, like you hold him above you or her, yeah. and then you have someone stand on them emulating <laughs> a surfboard, huh. which looked incredibly dangerous. And yeah. it made sense that it was not allowed. Yeah. You don't want someone like falling onto a crowd of people. No, it looked so I mean so many people did it. You should have seen the amount of people surfers there were. How many videos mm-hmm. do you think there are on the internet? I'm listening. Of people jumping into a crowd and then the crowd moving and they hit the ground. Cuz I've seen a lot of videos like that. Just like, haha, <laughs> look at this person. Like the beginning of School of Rock? Exactly. Oh, like the okay. beginning of School of Rock. Yeah. How I, many how many individual people do you think have done that? It's been filmed, they put it on the internet. It's got to be thousands. Thousands. Yeah. I've never seen a single one aside from School of Rock. I've never really? gone I've never gone looking for them. I haven't looked for them either. They just They just come, come up. Come into my life. Stage dive fails? Yeah. Really? 
Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it, a good. I don't know. I feel like I've seen twenty. Okay, at least, but I've never sought them out, so I feel like that must just be the tip of the iceberg. I've never seen any. So you're saying there's a lot, and the twenty. You're saying there's more than twenty. I think there's a thousand. There's a thousand videos of this. Uh huh. Um, I want to. I'm just going to see if I can find a compilation. Okay. Well, I mean, or you can just Google stage dive fails and count the amount of videos that come up. Well, if you'd like to do that. I guess I could look at I could type it into YouTube and see how many results YouTube has. Sure, that's fair. Um, so to summarize, uh, Jordan's Law Corner, um, he got a below excellent score and <laughs> what a great way to frame it. <laughs> and uh, Steel Panther, the official band of Marvel Sucks versus No It Doesn't. I hope that doesn't scare away some of our higher clout fans. Although if you listen to Steel Panther or see them, you're going to have a good time. So stop being a bit of a prude and go watch this band. Um, but anyway, we're here for the main reason. While Jordan is looking up uh, stage dive videos, his uh, There's a lot. <laughs> his face is scrunched up in a frenzy. Um, we are here to discuss a, an a individual famous people. Uh, I have messed this up. Post Malone apparently recent, and uh, Takeshi Six Nine had trouble with it. Wait, the the snitch guy? Mm-hmm. I just I don't know what he did. I just know him in all those snitch memes. Yeah, I think he uh, snitched. Yep. Do you think? Must have done. Anyway, we're here to discuss uh, an enemy of sorts with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. A pretty big enemy, if you ask me. Is it Thanos? No, it's not Thanos. Is it Killmonger? No, he's dead stupid. Uh, we're here to discuss uh, a Holly Weird director uh, named <laughs> Marty Scorsese, who said some pretty damning things about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and Jordan, I'm, I'm, we're going to dive right in shortly. Um, but I do want to pick your brain because I know that I, well, I don't know. I think that you're a Scorsese fan. Scorsese, oh, yeah. more like Scorsese. Am I, I right? I think you're also a Scorsese fan. I would disagree (laughs) i don't think you would well about his actual films so here's the thing i looked up i did a little research and Mm -hmm. just to 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 go into it while we saw and or he posted he recently said uh and i'm paraphrasing because i don't have the direct quote in front of me he recently said marvel films are more like theme parks and actual movies are more like actual movies yeah what? well and, and i think the interesting thing about the response was that everyone was like oh that makes sense of course mm-hmm. he's, he's right uh i don't think so hmm <laughs> all right continue could you imagine a scorsese theme park what would that be like apparently a marvel movie <laughs> I, I don't think here's my problem with what he said and also uh i don't like how people are viewed as oh all high and mighty uh, just because they have like one maybe two good movies. You know he's got more than that. <laughs> I did look it up on my uh, Letterbox profile. Uh-huh. Um, I have seen fifteen percent of his movies. Wow! Would That's you believe that? Many. I know. I've seen probably less. You really? Yeah. Um. So that's coming up later. The <laughs> Marty Scorsese. I just wanted to broach that topic. Uh. But before that, we are going to dive into a film both of us saw recently entitled The White House. Indeed. Now, who directed this one? It was actually uh, Robert Edgers. It was actually The Lighthouse. I was making a goof. 
Oh, I guess I wasn't listening enough to know that you made a joke. <laughs> oh, classic Jordan. Um, but yeah, what did you think? What was your overall review of this film? What was my overall review of The White House? Mm-hmm. Um, did I need to see it? Probably not. I was just like... Everyone was raving about it. I just felt it was slow and just like, (laughs) when are the Avengers going to show up? Did it need to be in black and white? Willem Dafoe, I can't understand Uh that guy. And Robert Edgers, in all of his movies, every Robert Edgers movie I've seen, he makes the protagonist eat dirt and films it. And I just don't Uh understand. Does eating dirt look so cinematically spectacular that you make everybody in your movie do it? It's happened two or three times. That's so many times for main characters to be eating dirt compared to most other movies where I don't Doesn't see he only have two movies. Dirt. I think he has three. I think he has two. I think he has witch in this one. Did you see the witch? No, the witch was similar. I liked it more because it was more. I was What'd more you think about the cinematography. Amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah. And I love that blaring like siren that goes off every 30 seconds. Yeah. That really kept you in the incredibly scene. interesting looking movie. Yeah, I think. It's similar, yeah, look-wise, yes. I think uh, the other thing, though, is it's kind of like Phantom Thread, where I'm just like, I really would not want to be in these people's shoes ever. Yeah. Yeah, This is not not one where you put yourself in the movie and are like, hooray, look at me. It's more like, oh, no, everything's going so weirdly. (laughs) (laughs) But weirdly, like, I, I can deal with poorly. Like, I like when movies and like, you know, sad movies. I'm a big fan of that. I will say, I think this movie, I enjoyed it. I I, I, loved it. I I don't know if I loved it. Oh. And the reason is, is because there's a, I don't know, like some line of how uh, like abstract you can be Uh before you lose like the, the fact that you're telling a story at all. Sure. And there was a point... It, this movie because it's I like it all the way and then they start drinking and then oh, you it didn't starts like the drinking no I like the drinking but it once that happens the pace gets super frenetic and it gets much harder to tell what's happening obviously deliberately and fueled by the drinking yes um, so it works in that manner but that goes on for a long time and and I felt like there was a point in that where it's like okay you've done so many things in a row that I've kind of lost the thread of what and again that could also be intentional because the main character also loses the thread of what's going on but as a viewer there's definitely a moment where it's like it's almost so out there that i'm not i, I lost my engagement with it. it just reminded me of like waiting for godot did you ever have to read that in mm-hmm. english class oh well it's basically like two guys just waiting for this other guy to show up and they're like in the desert in the middle of nowhere it's a very popular play hmm. um it's terrible though i bet it's not it, it's so bad I had um, to watch like the movie. We had to read it in college English. One of those gen eds. Oof. Um, so that was miserable. And this, I, 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 there wasn't a plot and I usually don't mind. I definitely prefer a plotty movie to a non plotty movie, but yeah. sometimes like if they can pull it off, I'm a fan. Yeah. The elements of this though, were all just like, like the acting was fantastic. I, I loved, uh, um, and why did he the green goblin in this one yes oh oh old gobby <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah he was this was his second best role to that although his accent was too thick speak proper please <laughs> <laughs> uh and it was just so the the way they went back and forth with the craziness yeah because obviously it opens up yeah and it seems like just uh i can't remember 
I mean, they're both named Thomas. You find yes. out by the end. Yes. But uh, which why? What, what well, was the what was the point of that? See, what I thought it was, and I haven't seen anyone mention this other like just like writing it is I thought it was to put like a almost a cyclical nature into their roles like it's almost as if the he becomes the, him eventually yeah but not necessarily literally just they like like maybe he he killed someone in his past mm. or something to get into a sim I don't know or there was something I thought that there was like because it, it just giving them the same name like that ties them together in some way like yeah that but and the main thing I saw when uh, people expl- talking about was like the Greek mythology and stuff that was in this, which is all over the place. Like when the, he's getting his guts picked out. Yeah. Like, what? What? How did that happen? At one moment, he was just at the floor I, of the I lighthouse. I think he fell the to the house. bottom of the lighthouse and basically, like, he was so mangled that he could all he could do was like crawl out. So he, why would he do that? What are his goals? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you are worried you're going to die at the bottom of a lighthouse and you want to try to go get food or something. And then oh, so you, you, so you, so you think he like it. thought he could make it yeah. to the house? I, I think that's probably what. Which was, was also like destroyed by a hurricane. Yeah, there was not much house to crawl to. Yeah. Ah, uh, why did he have sex with a fish? That already the happened mermaid? in Shape of Water. They copied that movie. They copied Shape of Water. Yeah. This movie. Well, is that was that was once you got into the area where you don't know what's happening, what's not. And I, I took all the mermaid scenes to be part of his delusion slash kind of like dream reality Do you think the shape of water like you actually had sex with a fish yeah 100 <laughs> percent. because they show it yeah they show this and, and because it's a little less abstract than this one was it's pretty abstract yeah it's not this there. abstract no this was very very abstract but yeah this it, the most striking visual mm-hmm. and i mean of course it would be is the closing shot of the film where robert pattinson is looking into the light and like his, well, I guess it's the second to last shot before he falls down the stairs. Oh yeah, when he's like screaming, kind of yeah. hysterically laughing. That was like that was that was like uh, I was just very committed performance. Oh yeah, definitely. Like just I was just like, why? What? How is my life being changed by this scene? Me seeing this, I could yeah. tell there's something of substance there. Well, there it seems to me, um, and there's a lot of explanations online, but the mm. most simple one and the one that I was thinking of when I was watching it yeah. is like something about the light is like truth. It, truth. It's, it's, it's like he's like seeing because part of the thing is him dealing with the guilt of his like former life where yeah. he had uh, killed someone. He moves from town to town sure. and like all that. Makes so it's sense. like he's confronted by all that at once and it's like the truth about himself, like that kind of thing. And the way that it's locked off at first, it's, I don't know, it's kind of like... Um, you know, the Garden of Eden, the not tree of the knowledge of good and evil or whatever. It's like he's exposed yeah, to like all of it at once uh-huh. and he's burned by it. So like, like to put it into a uh, and that, film and perspective. What's his name loves it so much, except for the difference between them two is that Robert Pattinson actually like opens the light further because we just see. Yeah, he just he's on he, like the outside. He teases the light. Yeah. Or that one part where he's standing naked. Yeah. What the fuck? The, yeah what, what is what well where, like, where are the hulks jordan where are the incredible hulks <laughs> yeah so that was honest so interesting because he's a crazy at first yeah and then robert pattinson starts to go crazy especially once he starts drinking yes. and then and then there's that moment where he tries to take the boat off the island yep and willem dafoe destroys the boat they run back across the thing yeah. and then what? he's like why did you destroy the boat robert pattinson me willem dafoe is asking even though it happened the other way around and i saw s- some people talking online about how it's like 
he's trying to trick Robert Pattinson and I think he's, he's doing it. But what I was assuming was that, uh, like this is part of just like, uh, the distortion of reality that they're experiencing. Like, I don't think Robert Pattinson either didn't. actually did it or didn't do it. Or I like, you know, it's just, it, it, it's unknowable. The film doesn't actually tell us. Yeah. It's just another disorienting thing yeah. to be shown something literally and then have it immediately <laughs> contradicted in the next dialogue. Yeah, that was another problem. I like when he beat the shit out of the bird. That was neat. Uh, it's a very symbolism-y movie. Yeah, a lot of symbolism. Not a lot of... I was trying to think of a word that you can take from symbolism, but there's not a lot you can do with that. Uh, bowls? B-O-L-S? That a word? Sure. Okay. There's not a lot of bowls in this movie. The, so there's not a lot of symbols <laughs> no there's there's symbols mm-hmm. but not a lot of bowls which are <laughs> you said it was a word i, I trusted you <laughs> um so this movie overall i mean i gave it like three and a half out of five mm-hmm. just because i'm like there's definitely stuff here that i'm not understanding like where are the hulks yeah, and so much of it is deliberate confusion too which is like, i hate that i feel like it's hard to count off for deliberate def- confusion but you also i think you can be deliberately confusing and still uh keep the story a little bit more intact than they did because there was i don't know i during a film i don't think you want to be doing too much metacognition and being like what is this film telling me versus just letting the film tell you and then yeah, deconstructing and then about after. it after yeah um which both have their merits. But I think for the duration of the film, you should just be in it and then you deconstruct later. I think that's I guess I just forgot a lot about it already. Yeah. I totally forgot about that crazy scene where he's looking into the light at the end. Yeah. Like, did you understand everything they said? Like, or did dialogue some, wise? Yeah. yeah. You, so the accent, wasn't no, I don't problem. think the accents were too bad. I thought uh, his was fine. Robert Pattinson's. Was he was good. doing a very, um, he sounded like, Who's the greatest actor living? Um, He's Robert Downey Jr. Films. Robert Downey Jr. Leo DiCaprio. No. Um, oh, P.T. Anderson's guy. Yeah. Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> okay, so he yes. sounded like Adam he Sandler. He sound like Adam Sandler a little bit. Um, I cannot for life. Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, Adam Sandler. Yeah, he sounded like Daniel Day Lewis in There Will Be Blood, like doing that kind of old yeah american prospector accent. he probably even referenced it like he sounded very similar whereas uh, uh willem dafoe had like the old sailor yep like he, it sounded i i would love to listen to him do an audiobook of like moby dick oh god <laughs> i don't think i could listen to all of that no it's a long book that'd be like <laughs> 35 hours of, of willem dafoe talking yeah. in this crazy well i could the listen storm. to him i could listen to him read it as the green goblin I think that would be interesting. (laughs) I mean, that's basically just Willem Dafoe's voice, though. Robert Pattinson, I will say, like, he's really surprised me as an actor these past few years compared to coming all the way from The Twilight Boy. You know, there's a um, there's a story of I think it's Laurence Olivier and Dustin Hoffman, I want to say, in some old movie where Dustin Hoffman was doing this method acting type thing. Mm hmm. And Laurence Olivier looks at him like after he's like embodied this character and being an asshole to people on set and stuff like that. And he just goes like, 
Oh, I'm going to butcher this quote. I can't, I can't, but he basically says something to the effect of like, just try acting. It's a lot easier. Oh, interesting. Um, and Willem Dafoe actually said a similar thing about Robert Pattinson after mm-hmm. this. He's like, he doesn't, re- he doesn't do the process as much. It's like, he's just like, thinks he has to feel these things happening to him in real time to yeah, get into it. Sure. And it's not like the craft of acting where you fake it. Yes. <laughs> So, um, so apparently he's very method now. So he like Heath Ledger's it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think it worked for this. Oh yeah. He was, he was amazing in this. Yeah. Their performances were not one of the complaints that I had about this movie. Yeah. If you're going to do a, a movie with two people in it, you got to hope they give strong performances. Yes. That is key. <laughs> it is. That is, Oh, I forgot. Yeah. There weren't, that's only them. Yeah. I mean, there, there are people here and there on screen, but none of them are just the mermaid. Like they're, well, they're the two guys at the very beginning who are leaving the Island when they go on to it. Like those are technically actors in the film, I but they didn't, they don't I have any role. That out. Really. Yeah, sure. I guess you didn't even need to put them there. Oh, what a gorgeous film. It was so many interesting shots. Like it was just like cinematography was like, pretty great. Uh, it's but that's not enough to keep me involved in the movie honestly that's pretty much enough to keep me like if, if you just but you loved with, like days of heaven and that nonsense yeah. Ugh. oh boy yikes <laughs> oof uh oh here's something okay great. that is marvel related if you can believe it or i not. can't maybe i already i can't believe it's not i, I don't marvel. think i've mentioned this on the podcast i rewatched the first avenger have I mentioned this on the podcast? Captain America 1? Yes. You have not mentioned this. This is crazy. Yes, I rewatched it. <laughs> Why? Uh, I mean, I'm of, very happy. It was after the re-rank, like a couple weeks after okay. the re-rank, and i just kind of been thinking at it, because I raised that one score. Okay. Um, and you wanted to be sure. Yeah. And I found myself pleasantly surprised. Oh, you love to hear it. <laughs> That's fantastic. It, yeah. No, it was just... Uh, See, I think I'm going to win you on the Scorsese argument in a bit. <laughs> There's, there are parts of it that were still kind of like, like I did not come around to the grenade part or oh, any of why that. not? But the beginning, like first, before you get to that point. Yeah. Be- like when he's in New York fighting with garbage can lid. It had a very like Indiana Jones spielberg feel. Like sure. a lot of the cinematography sure. stuff too. It, it had like the. Totally. Like where like there's a like a the, single object or something and it zooms in on an object and then that like you see them the grab glamour of the 1940s yeah wow all right so, another- so I, I enjoyed all that part of it and then there's a lot of good other like I don't know there's still stuff that irritated me about it but I don't overall, think so it's sounding like you it, really liked it uh, you hated this movie when you watched it yeah do you remember all right another time travel question. If you could go back in time and be a guest on our Captain America one podcast, would you defend it? And would you tell your, your previous self that you were wrong and that he should start becoming a lawyer? Mm, I don't know. Cause I, I do think I, I haven't listened to that podcast in a long time. Oh, you really don't like a lot of the movies until Iron Man three. Yeah. That's when so you, I, I you think there are probably them. some decent arguments in there. Cause there are some frustrating things, even on rewatch. I think it's just the second time you watch something, I already know where the faults are. So it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't don't have to stick out as much. Like, I mean, if the faults big enough, again, it might irritate me going back through it. Like if I was to rewatch incredible Hulk, I don't think I can just, I think you might be pleasantly surprised. (laughs) I don't think I can just skim off the good parts and then be like, Oh yeah, that bothered me, whatever. But this, it was, it, it felt more isolated. The things that bugged me were like that the grenade scene and a couple other, I just didn't like the training camp, I guess like that, that whole, you don't like Tommy Lee Jones. I love Tommy Lee Jones, but I... It sounds like you don't. Yeah, Do you like Men in Black 2? 
And I'll even say the second half of this movie, I wasn't like, it wasn't quite as fun, but the first half I just enjoyed a lot more than I remember. That is interesting. Um, and then I, so after that I was like, you know, maybe I should uh, rewatch uh, all of them. The second one, this uh, <laughs> oh, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. And have you yet? And I watched, I watched like 10 minutes. And I'm like, mm, I'm not into this. <laughs> really? <laughs> I turned it off. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause I also raised my score for that one. Cause I'm like, surely this is better than I remember. And it still might be. I just, it's when really I tried to good. watch the first 10 minutes, I was like, that's the first one where you see it and you're like, they're not just popcorn munchers anymore. They're films. Yeah. I've not yet had that experience. I'm gonna I wanna rewatch it at some point. That is wild. Your biggest complaint of that was well, one, why would they recruit the winter soldier? Yeah. And why would they make Bucky the winter soldier, which is just I wouldn't do it. Why not? Because he survived he, a train like falling from a train. He's not a trustworthy asset. I'd they rather mind control him. It I'd rather matter. have a slightly weaker guy that's loyal to my cause. But you can mind control all of them. Uh, Loyalty doesn't matter. Can you mind control them? Does that work successfully in the movie? (laughs) It works successfully Mm. for 60 years Mm. until friendship takes apart. Yeah, maybe I want uh, longer than 60 years. Do you? Oh, and that and and he was like restrained and he had one strap on his metal arm and two on his regular arm. My argument for that was there was a magnet, which Mm. makes sense. Then why have even one strap for the magnet to be in? (laughs) <laughs> the magnets on top yeah. of me we are rehashing a podcast this is a greatest <laughs> hits episode why don't we dive into i'm very happy that you did that homework and really all right so we've had a lot of goals on this so show now i've rewatched two marvel movies yes this is very exciting this <laughs> iron is iron man big one news. and captain america one yes i do want, i i i even uh could rewatch Civil War, I think, and enjoy that. I bet you could, because it's great. I, I want to watch the other Captain America you first. You should. You should. They're all really, really good movies. So is Cap your favorite Avenger, would you say? He might be. Okay. And just snuck that's in there. So, yeah, that's so interesting. What a guy. I've had multiple goals on this show. One is to get you to like Marvel. Check uh-huh. that one off. Uh, the other was to get you to watch The Leftovers check that one off mm-hmm. uh earlier on in the podcast in the early stages in 2017 uh you said after watching the incredible hulk that i will never watch this movie again ever no matter what yeah my goal is now to get you to see that film again <laughs> and i don't know what circumstances it will be it's gonna have to be like a prank or something i don't care how <laughs> i just need to get you to watch it again hmm like wh- how much what do like you think jordan the- sit down on this chair oops i put glue all over <laughs> yeah, yeah. it <laughs> the most practical way to keep someone in a chair glue <laughs> oh no you got elmers all over your butt um so what's what is the minimum amount of money you would uh accept to watch the incredible hulk in full mm. realistically don't say a million dollars <laughs> Uh, so then i'm gonna have to pay you a million dollars i really don't want to i don't know it's very difficult to put a but if you on. you could put like i mean so obviously you would do it for a million dollars let's start there obviously yeah, i do it for a million okay so let's let's cut down how about a hundred thousand mm. surely you would do it for a hundred thousand yeah, i guess i do okay how about ten thousand now that's I, a lot of money to watch a two-hour film. Do I have that's to do a not podcast that bad. On it too? No, you've already done the podcast. You just, so we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> we will bring it up in another that episode. That seems crazy if I got paid $10,000 to watch a movie and then did not discuss what it would anywhere. We, <laughs> no, we already discussed it. I just want to get you to watch it 
again mm. just because that's the thing i'm fixated on now and the fact that you're watching captain america one that's amazing or i didn't even pay you to watch that one that's incredible <laughs> this is this is big steps i think since i you know we watch these movies together i'm like jordan secretly loves marvel this is true the the title is now I'm also alive. i do not see myself rewatching iron man 2 I mean, or Iron Man 3, for that matter. That was your favorite for the longest time. I know. Because of Christmas. Yeah. Was, for the longest time. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay, well, that was fun. Yeah. Um, why don't we dive into Scorsese, unless you have other secret Marvel projects you've been working on? Mm, I do not think so. Okay. Um, so, Jordan, why don't you tell me so why don't you just pitch your like your opinion of this news what you thought when you i think the fact that people think this is controversial is silly silly it is it is a goof it is a laugh because what, so what he says <clears throat> is that these movies are theme parks yeah. they're they're that is an accurate description of what they are they are theme parks now here's what i think is is the weird part is that people see that description and they're like how dare you yeah because it's pretty offensive why what's offensive about that as a as it is it was as is a description of what this is he just feels all high and mighty i don't know it, to me it's like um describing steel panther uh-huh. as like they're not uh i would not say they write music in the same way that Mozart or Bach writes music, but it's still a very entertaining show to go see. I'll go and arguably that, better. It's not than like Mozart art. and Bach. Oh, you don't think Steel Panther is art? I do not. I'll go on the record. With what? That okay. One. Well, what? What? <laughs> see, that's my biggest problem with uh, Scorsese or Scorsese, as I like to call him. Sure, is he's condemning these movies that there's no way he's seen he's just saying that they don't display that human emotion it's missing the mystery component it's not exposing a truth about life i felt more from see the problem is you have to watch all 23 of these movies to truly truly appreciate them but it doesn't challenge you uh i mean it challenged me when i left the theater and had to stop crying from Endgame. that was a challenge I'd yes, hold in my but, tears in front of you. What it does, what these movies do, yep. is they take the values that most people already have, basically anyone who's not a psychopath, <laughs> moves, like values like family and mm -hmm. loyalty. Friendship. Yeah, all these things. And they just do a little play with them to where like those are like good people do good things and it makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. And and, and you worry about their safety, but then they win. Yay. Woo. Not an in Infinity War. Not an Infinity War. They lost in that one. With the knowledge of a sequel coming. But yeah, but you isolate that from the movie. No, you don't. You have to. Anyway, Martin Scorsese is exactly right. And he didn't even say, I'd, I'd say this article was more interesting. The article that he wrote in whatever. The op-ed. Yeah. Where he, he explained that part of his problem with it is that they force out other better, more artistic movies from being shown because theaters just want to show you something big and safe that they know will, will sell tickets, which I, I would say I, that's like a better critical argument. Cause I don't think, I don't think just saying that Marvel movies are a theme park should rile up anyone. I think saying that there's, if, if he had, if his initial lesser. quote was like, there are more worthwhile movies that should be in theaters that aren't. Yeah. And I don't like Marvel because of that. I think that's a slightly more, I think he was tiptoeing around it. Yeah. Especially it, well, in the op-ed. Definitely, definitely in the op-ed. Yeah. Um, 
I would say that I think I don't think Marvel movies shouldn't exist. Sure. I think it would be better. You if love we, them now. I, I, I think it would be better if we had more movies like the ones he's referring to. Like what? Ones that like challenge your values and stuff. Like, I don't know. Even just like, you know. So what's your favorite Scorsese film? Mm, Goodfellas. Really? Probably. I don't like Goodfellas. Really? Yeah. That's not even like one of the, I don't know. I don't like the mafia. I'm bored by the mafia. Why does he focus so much on the mafia? Direct a movie Where about an up. Iron Man, you mook. Uh, so Wolf of Wall Street. I'm just reading off Letterbox. Yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Great. Yeah. Love Wolf of Wall Street. Fun. It's actually got a very similar trajectory to Goodfellas. It's like the yeah. beginning is fun and rock and roll. Yeah, it's like, oh, then, yeah, it's cool sure. to be bad. And then yeah. the second half, it's like, it's bad to be bad. <laughs> oh, no. I'm suffering the consequences. <laughs> uh, taxi Driver, yep. a.k.a. Uh, Joker 1. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, that one is second most popular on Letterbox. Um, Shutter Island. What'd you think of Shutter Island? I've not seen Shutter Island ever. Mm-mm. Uh, really? It's yeah. not very good. I was kind of underwhelmed, honestly. Um, for a Scorsese. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna make as many movies as he had over such a long career, you're well, not that's the thing. All I've, have hits. I've only seen. He has 53 films that he's directed, mm-hmm. according to this go, website. Yeah, go down a couple more. I want to see how many I've. The Departed. Yeah, of course I've seen that. Class. That movie's amazing. Yeah. Either make Iron Man films See, but or that make movie, the Departed. I'd almost say it's also a theme park. That is a very fun, action engaging movie. I don't think that movie either challenges a lot of like and I'll I also again I don't say it to dis- dismiss anything, but that's a kind of a thrill ride of a movie. It's got mm-hmm. twists you don't expect, it's got action, it's yeah. got violence. Even the romance, like it's not like a like Goodfellas. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's like it's you think you want serious. this thing. You think you want this power. You think like this would be cool. And the same thing with Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. But it's not. It's like a, I don't know, sour on the inside or something like there. There's a there's it turns to ashes in your mouth. It, it's not actually. Good. Sure. Sure. Uh, so at least there's something but that, that is like revealing actually, to the human condition a bit like that. Yeah. Where less so the departed is a very fun movie. Yeah. But it's not. He didn't write it. He copied it. Right. Yeah, there was a Japanese film I yeah. think that was very similar. Um, it might not be Japanese. It was, it was some foreign film. Uh, Raging Bull? Have not seen that I have either. not either. Hugo? Have seen that. How it's is good. it? Is it? It's fun and imaginative. Okay. Uh, Silence? I haven't seen that. I have not either. That is the Andrew Garfield and all them are monks and they don't talk or something. Hmm. You know what is better in a movie? Talking. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. quips. Okay. Uh, Gangs of New York. I've not seen that. Really? Yeah. Pete, your boy, Adam Sandler's in it. <laughs> Adam Sandler <laughs> with a big old mustache. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. I, I don't. I like The Departed way more. Um, it's uh, long though, isn't it? I feel like it's I started very long. I started to watch it, and then I saw the run. It is like three like, hours long. Oof, I don't know if I have this this much time today. Yeah, it's very. I have long. a very short attention span, so like I <laughs> in a shorter I, day than most. I, I need a. Uh, theater kind of experience to get me through a long movie that's and once i'm into it it's fine the problem is like the first 30 minutes with a movie like that (laughs) and knowing how long it's gonna be i've got to like really yeah buckle in i did that i did a similar thing where i was just like i just had the I don't know. I was like scrolling through Facebook or something for the first 30 minutes of that movie. Cause I knew that I had committed. See, then, then I think you've lost something because you, you've, you're not as 
by the time stuff starts happening, you're not as invested as you should be. Well, I do think that some movies like that are much better on the second time around because you have the big picture of what's going to happen yeah. and then you can sit through it and know where all it's those things... It's kind of like Fellowship of the Ring. Yes. It's like, it's much better if you know that Two Towers is coming. <laughs> yes, you're right, Jordan. Gangs of New York is like Fellowship of the Ring, <laughs> which is like The Avengers. What's the next? The Aviator. Uh, I have seen that. That's What'd you good. think? Good? Yeah. Or great? Mm, I think that one was good. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good movie. Uh, Cape Fear. Don't not. Uh, I there's a Simpsons episode which we watched together at one point because you commented on uh, Sideshow Bob stepping on all those rakes, <laughs> and it went on Funny for the perfect job. amount of time. <laughs> that's so. I saw that. I've grown up with the Simpsons, and I've seen that episodes countless times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it did not. This movie, I was like. I could just watch a better version of this in 20 minutes. <laughs> I was not impressed by Cape Fear. Um, King Whoa. King of Comedy. Okay, we're good. Thought we were having technical issues. Oh, no, we're still good. I haven't seen that either. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I've not seen that many Scorsese. This is a, a big uh, hole in my... Uh, knowledge? Film education. <laughs> King of Comedy? Did I say that? Yeah, you already oh, said that. Oh, I just that. said that. Okay, I haven't seen that. Uh, mean Streets is what I meant to say. Mm-mm. The Irishman it looks just pretty came good. Out, yeah. is, is it out yet? I don't know. I think it's going to be on Netflix this month. Okay. It might, I don't think yeah. it's an original because it's in some theaters. The Last Temptation of Christ I've really wanted to see for a while. Yeah. But Does I have that have not. Defoe in it? Is yeah. he Christ in that? He is. He plays Jesus himself. Hmm. Um, I saw someone mention about uh, The Lighthouse that his character was like God. That's interesting. Because like he has the, way the light his beard and deals and with his, the light. Well, and the way his beard and hair is, it looks a lot like, you know, the famous picture of, uh, what's that? The one with the hands <laughs> is Michelangelo. <laughs> that was just the weirdest way to reference that picture. You just, but put, that's like the most iconic part of it. Yeah. But hands. what I, me, an intellectual sees when you're putting two fingers together is Easy. two wieners touching. <laughs> Uh, he directed the last waltz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. That's one. great. He should yeah. do more like that. What's yeah. the band up to these days? Mm, the best member is dead and has been for a long time. Uh, but Robbie Robertson's still around. Okay. What, what a what a what a dig at him. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him. Uh, yeah. Well, the problem is they had a very collaborative writing kind of style sure but if you look at the album credits it's like oh robbie robertson wrote this one and this one and this one and this one and the other band members like pick up the records at stores and be like i I think we all kind of wrote these (laughs) he put just his name on it though huh Hmm. well if his name's on the record he should get credit that's what i say yeah uh if robbie wants to come on the podcast and defend himself please do I don't recognize a lot of these movies. Imagine if Robbie Robertson came on to Marvel sucks. Version <laughs> Do you think he could? Do you think we could get him? Do you think nah. we have that kind of gravitas? How old is he? He is 14. Very young. <laughs> oh, okay. I think we could get him on. You know what 14 year olds love that we could offer? Hmm. Beer. Whoa. Yeah. He would be pretty. Let's have to crack that. open a couple Miller lights and drink with the band's guitarist or ba- I don't know what There's the fuck he plays. Ah, I nailed it. 25% <laughs> shot. Um, have you seen after hours? No, I haven't either. I haven't seen the rest of these movies, so I feel like we're going to be at a bit of a stand. I feel like I've seen one more of them. I don't think you have. 
unless you saw that George Harrison documentary that's four hours long. It's on Netflix. Mm, I've seen pieces of that. Okay. Um, just, l- just rattle some off. I, the titles are so small. The Age of Innocence, um, Bringing Out the Dead, uh, Newman Crew. Oh, The Color of Money. Newman and Cruz. Hmm. I thought the title of the movie was Newman Cruz, which doesn't really make sense as a title. Um, Alice doesn't live here anymore. New York stories. The big shave. Yeah, I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I guess you're not really a Scorsese fan. Okay, so tell me your problem with what he said. My problem is there's no way this guy has ever sat down and watched Captain America Civil War. And he just said, I tried to watch him. I really did. He probably watched a shitty DC movie. And the other thing is, if he did watch one, you have to watch all of them or else you won't love them. So he needs to dedicate, before I respect his opinion, he needs to dedicate about 70 hours of his life to watching these movies, like you did. So it's a three-day weekend, one yeah. after the other. What else is he doing? Making movies. <laughs> he, he did that. He's done. Well, he's he's done the best. year. Yeah, but you think it's going to be good? Yeah. Do you think, what do you think his peak was? Mm, I think his most influential film is Taxi Driver. Sure. So you'd say that's his peak? Like his well, first I think film? Goodfellas or Raging Bull is considered his best movie. Hmm. But I think Taxi Driver, it feels like the freshest of his movies, like the one that had the most cultural resonance. Sure. Because that, that character is just like... The Joker. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. To me, yeah, that, that seems like his, his stamp. Like his... Like in the same way that Pulp Fiction is Tarantino. Tarantino's. Yeah. Or, you know... I could see that. That's a fun game. Let's go pick uh, the most iconic film by a bunch of famous directors. Okay. Uh, The Russo Brothers. Uh, They haven't had one yet. I can't um, wait till they get to one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Come again. Um, Spielberg. Indiana Jones. Jaws. It's got to be Jaws. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Uh, George Lucas. Oh, oh, come on. American Graffiti, <laughs> gotta loon. Be, gotta gotta be. be American Graffiti. Okay, okay, I'll do one. Um, uh, David Fincher. Mm, uh, seven. That was his peak? I just think it's the most him. Mo- well, yeah, no, I, I think I'd stay with that. Zodiac's pretty him. Yeah, I think that's like a worse version. I think seven's better. Seven is more of a popcorn he did, he did, flick. Um, I love Zodiac. He did... Uh, Where's my mind, right? No. He didn't do da, 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 the The Pixies song? Fight Club. Oh, that is him. Okay, that's what I was That's thinking. just not at all what <laughs> I would not have gotten Fight Club from Where Is My Mind. Those are pretty interlinked in my mind. That's a very <laughs> iconic use of that song. I guess not as iconic as the leftovers. Hmm. What about uh I'd say that's up there too, but that that seems more like that's kind of like his reservoir dogs or something. Hmm. What would you say about John Krasinski as a director? Yeah. Does he have anything other than the quiet place? No, gotta be quiet place. Gotta Gotta be quiet place. (laughs) Nice respect. Okay. Um, uh, Chris Kringle. Yep. Gotta be Christmas. That's his biggest thing. (laughs) That is his biggest thing to date. Christopher Nolan. Oh, that's an interesting one. Memento. 
See, I feel like that's actually, too, I feel actually, like that's a reservoir dogs. Like that's yeah, you're an right. early work that shows promise. Uh, I'm going to throw a bit of a controversial opinion out there. Dark Knight rises. Definitely not rises. <laughs> I could see Dark Knight. It feels yeah. like a weird choice for him. I guess I'd go Inception because Inception mm. was where he moved from. He's known for the Dark Knight and he had this other film memento that yeah. people were like, oh, you should check in the prestige. Out. Like, that's it. Let's not badmouth the prestige. Yeah, I don't really care about the. Prestige. Oh, I love the prestige. But, um, but then Inception, I feel like that's when Nolan became Nolan. Yes. That's, that's like when his movies became like you could put his name on the poster and, and guarantee that like a hundred million dollars. Well, he got made. that Batman money. Once yeah. you get that Batman money, well, and Batman golden. was what set him up to do it. But like before that, I would say that it would take, you would still market the dark Knight more than you market Christopher Nolan. But like for Dunkirk, yeah, it's like it's Nolan a Christopher film. Nolan. Yeah. And I mean, at that point, interstellar, you're already there too. Oh, interstellar's great. But I think, I think the first time that happens is inception. I think that's his Pulp Fiction moment. Interesting. So we're we're just asking about when their name gets put on the poster. Mm, Not exactly in big font. Kind of, but like it's, it's the thing that moves them from Batman from like a, a young alter to a big filmmaker. I see. And Martin Scorsese's was his first film, is what you're saying. Taxi Driver was his very first film. I think either that or Raging Bull. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I still t- think Taxi Driver. Um, what do you say we take some... Oh, I like this game. <laughs> I can't think of... I mean, like, Paul Thomas Anderson or something, but I'm not really... Um, well, if we can come back to it. What do you say we take some calls from the phone lines? Mm. Um, just... Yeah. You know, just to pick to pick the brain about the the Scorsese incident. The a phone board is lighting up. Phone board is lighting up. We are getting several calls, <laughs> which is uh, that's that's what it sounds like when the phone board lights up. <laughs> so many that's people are calling of, in. Oh my god! There's t- so many. There's so many. So many. Uh, we don't know which one to choose. Uh, okay. Hey, uh, who is, is this? Is this Patrick? Can you uh, can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you fine. Can you hear him? Okay, Jordan. I think we're good. I I sorry. Turn it again. Turn it. That's the speaker. That's where the speaker is. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. I'm here with Allie. We're okay. In a crowded bar. That's a very and, convenient uh, place to record a <laughs> podcast. I know. I know. I, I dropped the ball because. Well, hold on. Allie can say hi first. Okay. Great. Hello, Ali Butraga. Um, welcome to Marvel Patrick Sucks versus No It Doesn't. What? Oh, that would be that would be you great. Want Patrick to step outside. That would be amazing. Yes, and if he could like take off his jacket or whatever he has, uh, just hold on, you know, hold on, <laughs> for the cold uh, to accommodate him. All right, that I didn't hear at all. <laughs> all right, I'm here. Okay, thank God. We, Sorry. We no, you're good. You're good. Uh, we are here to pick your brain on the Scorsese incident of 2019. The scandal. The of scandal. Course, of course. Okay. Jordan, how are you, my friend? I'm good. <laughs> He's excited to hear your take on this hot topic issue. Yeah, we've gotten into it a little bit here. Oh, I, I can't. I can't hear his voice very well. But it's all. Go ahead. Hold on. That's fine. You well, can. You can hear most of the talk. I, uh, I after you after we talked about doing it, Allie hit me up immediately after. I thought. Oh, this will be fun and delightful. And then I was like, oh, we'll be in a bar. How would this ever practically work? <laughs> so here I am now wandering down 49th Street. And uh, let's talk Scorsese. Great. Let's do it. Why not? Uh, so what's your initial gut reaction to what I'm calling the biggest nonsense of 2019? So what's, 
uh, initial reaction to which part of it? To him this is saying... A, this is a multi- <laughs> a multifaceted question. I want of course. you to give me his opinion or your opinion of what he said uh, about Marvel movies being theme parks. Well, I did, my first thought was just King, absolute King, and I love him, and uh, I would I would lay down my life for him, no problem. You, um, I mean, I think it's, I. Well, let's let's uh, let me ask you a question. What's wrong with theme parks? Uh, what's what is wrong with theme parks? They're not taken yeah. as seriously well, what, as did museums. You, what did you think of that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess I see what you're saying there, but you know, they're different. They're different things. They're, they have different um, objectives and sort of goals, so to speak. Would you rather go to a yeah, theme park I, or a museum? I, um, it depends. Honestly, it depends. Both have their On merits. A multitude of factors, and and maybe this is the larger point. You know. Okay. And sometimes. Sometimes you want to go to Bush Garden with your boys, and maybe other times you'd like to go on a on a nice date to uh, the Met <laughs> to see the new exhibit of modern art. How frequently with, uh, do you go to the Met for dates? Um, I actually have never gone to the Met on a date, but I've gone <laughs> on dates to other museums. Instead of um, movies? You, wait, instead of theme parks, you take dates to museums over theme parks? I, I don't. Hold on, hold on. You're putting words <laughs> in my mouth. I didn't say I take dates to museums. That's we're going to splice that together, and that is going to be the uh, quote from this episode. <laughs> Patrick, what are your thoughts? I take dates to museums. <laughs> that is what you said, my like, friend. We have that. Like Joe Biden. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> Just like Joe Biden. <laughs> You've always been um, the Marvel or the Joe Biden of Marvel sucks versus no, it doesn't, if I can say that. I guess, I guess you could say, Kate, I'm sort of the Joker of your podcast universe, right? Uh, I guess you could. We were just, just talking about... I'm uh, just sewing... I'm sewing dissent at every corner, you know? <laughs> that is true. Uh, Jordan has not seen the film, so no spoilers. Wait, have you seen it? I haven't I haven't seen it either. Oh, okay. But I know I know a pretty major thing that happens in it and I because of a video that got put on Twitter. Oh no. And I'm, I was pretty I was pretty pissed about it. Uh, that you so, watched um, the video or that but the video I'm still was there? Go see it and I'm still actively avoiding spoilers. Okay. Oh, mm, uh, no, I'm interested I'm interested in seeing it. I'll probably go see it in theaters like in a week or so. I, hopefully um, it's still there. I see. I see. Uh, so what do you think about his op-ed piece, Scorsese's, uh, his, his rebuttal? Other- I, thought it was, I thought it was beautifully put. I really liked it. No complaints I at all? He, I thought he articulated his points okay. in, a, in a clear, concise, and um, above all respectful manner, which I think, you know, at that point, you can't really... Uh, um, harp on the guy too much because he's just sort of stating his opinion but i happen to agree with it 100 percent. that's what i said <laughs> uh jordan is nodding in agreement and mm-hmm. i am in the corner uh, yeah i can't i can't i don't know if i'm supposed to if jordan was saying i can't I'm, hear i hear like a i'm talking for the sake talking, of the podcast <laughs> no the podcast can hear and you will hear everything that he <laughs> says when this gets dropped right. But right now, you're okay. mostly just having a conversation with me. We're still figuring out the phone board situation of this show. We rarely take it's calls. It's a nightmare. It's not easy, right? Yeah, it I, is I'm not easy. We need a Roz. We do need a Roz Doyle, if you're familiar with Frasier lore. Oh, of course. Okay, great, great. But yeah, I mean, so, well, did you, I'm sure, I'm guessing you read it and you were just like, okay, boomer, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, is he not a boomer? He's... No, I mean, he definitely... Actually, what year is he born? In the 40s? Would that qualify as... Yeah, uh, I think he's early boomer. Jordan says he's early boomer, which I uh, agree with. 
Yeah. Yeah, um, he probably is. He's like I guess he's probably on the cusp of of, uh, of Boomerang. Boomerang. Of Boomerang. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jordan's gonna look up that age while we continue to chat. Um, so Jordan's gonna be our Roz Doyle for a little bit. Uh, but okay. I I think my biggest complaint with the whole issue. Uh, is that I can't imagine he realistically sat down to give these movies a chance. What is happening on your other side of the line? There's, uh, there's like, church bells going on. I don't even know where they're coming from, to be honest. <laughs> um, I'm standing across the street from, like, the Book of Mormon crowd right now, so, like, oh. a huge amount of people. Are they just getting um, out? No, I think they're lining up for standby tickets or something. I oh. can't quite tell. Uh, Jordan, it's the best musical of this century, this Brent Bat- Bradley <laughs> of the uh, of the New York Times. Wow, that's good to know. I did not know it was the best of of the century. Uh, the century, bit, uh, early on, this early on, hyperbolic. Um, Don't you think? I I think so a little, but I do agree with it because I love the musical. Uh, Jordan has that right. age for us. 1942, so the very beginning, like right before the baby boom, I guess. 1942, are you sure you're not next to a carousel? Well, you know, I think we're just getting a little too hung up on semantics. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, 42 makes sense. uh, Why don't you make make your case for why you think he's wrong or whatever? I don't think that he's ever sat through one of these movies. Oh, and right, I, that's what you said, yeah. Yes, and I don't think oh, he's God. he's ever judged, or I, I don't think he has, like, all right, so I made Jordan watch all of these movies. That's the point of this podcast. Jordan right. loves Marvel and, now, like, indisputably. <laughs> big fan. This is hyperbole. I, I, you know, I have a feeling if Jordan were on the phone, he might have different words. Well, he's but. not. <laughs> he is. <laughs> um... And only, I mean... Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, it's, it's hysterical to, like, imagine him sitting down to watch, like, Thor 2. But, um, <laughs> the Dark no, I, I think you're. I think he probably earnestly did try and give him a shot. But, I mean, like, but I, I, think, I, I think... I think he I gave think, the wrong like, one the a shot. I think the guy is pretty good... I think he's pretty good at assessing um, and analyzing, like, his taste on, on films, given he's been making them for, you know, what, 50 years now? Yeah, semantics. Like I, I like I like I think like it's not it's not because he hasn't seen Thor Ragnarok and Civil War that he doesn't understand more. You know, like I but think I think it might be top <laughs> to that a little bit. Yeah, I I I understand where you're coming from. Uh, I do think that if he was to watch all of them and truly understand the Infinity War saga, I think he would give it a little more credit. I think uh, that'd be hysterical. I would watch. A, I would pay. I would pay for a master class, which he has already, um, and I have no intention of paying for it because I think those are a waste of money. But, <laughs> but if this there would was be an better. Entire master class of him of you watching him watch the entire, you know, uh, phase or whatever. You Infinity call it, Saga. Fucking phase or whatever. <laughs> Stupid bullshit. Um, that would I would pay like a hundred dollars to hear his like intimate. And like nuanced thoughts on every minute of it, because that would just be so. That would be educational in so many ways. <laughs> even if and, you, uh, would you still pay like a hundred dollars, even if you didn't understand all the references, or would you, better yet, watch all of the movies in unison? With, yeah, you're right. Maybe I, I wonder what Scorsese would think about the grenade. The but uh, um, listen, I mean, you know, the guy grew up with a, a very, very different language of Italian of film. And yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yep. But um, I mean, well, are, again, what what framing of the argument is more frustrating to you? The the um, because I think it's like evolved in a lot of different ways. Is it like the it's not cinema, or is it? Because I'm more frustrated. My my frustration and sympathy with it more aligns with the fact that like say like last year I was dying to go see like Phantom Thread and have to like take a train to the city to go see it because yes. all that was playing at the local theaters was like fucking Justice League and I don't know whatever <laughs> Marvel movie came out two sure. winters ago. Yeah. Like that's that's more like where my my like like yeah like you know like I get excited when I hear him talk about this stuff because it's so hard to I mean now it's different because I'm in New York, but like when I wasn't, sure. it was so hard to see the things that I wanted to see, even when I lived in places like DC, because the theaters were so overrun with those kind of movies. Like, I don't think he's telling anyone, and I think he even says in the op-ed, like, if you like, he's like, so why do you think I care? Like, so you probably think like, who cares? Just let people enjoy this thing and like, it'll be fine. And if people want to watch cinema, they can watch it on, you know, Hulu or whatever. He's like, I think his, his biggest, his, his biggest Frustration and complaint has always been the edging out of of younger independent voices, and that's what I agree with wholeheartedly. I mean, the argument of like whether or not Marvel, Marvel movies have like artistic merit, you know, it's like True. of course it's subjective. Yes. So it's like I I have like a like sort of a, a meme like like antagonizing argument for like that with when I talk to people like you or it's fun to like tease each other but like I mean earnestly of course I could never say that someone like doesn't get um you know emotional catharsis or like yes find artistic merit in those movies you know yes That's, of course up to each person I yes okay so did you write that down that was pretty well worded uh and well you're recording it so uh <laughs> Well, thank you for taking the time to write it down. That's that's very kind of you to word out the argument and all that. Um, of course, of course. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'd like to say like ditto. <laughs> Jordan would like to piggyback on your uh, your written statement and give it the old uh, Jordan people's seal of approval. Mm-hmm. Awesome, Jordan. <laughs> it's it's a shame that this man is is driving such a wedge between us because you and I could be, be having such a. Uh, such powerful and, and cinematic conversation. Uh, only uh, uh, the uh, raccoon uh, and talking tree wasn't in our way. You mean Groot and Rocket? <laughs> yeah. There was some, you know what, you know what made me laugh today? Or like not even really laugh because it's genuinely sad. I saw some, um, <laughs> some screen So the opposite of laugh. A, uh, yeah, well, I mean, it was like, it was like, it was like an absurdist laugh. Like, claw, like everything's awful kind of laugh, you know? Oh, um, sure. So, like, you know, uh, uh, what, did, what did Avengers, uh, what did Endgame grow finally? Like, some couple, more than it several billion. It beat Avatar. We did it, baby. Right. So, it's, it grows <laughs> whatever, several billion dollars. Two point, the, um, I think 2.8 billion. The artist, the artist who, uh, in, or, you know, created uh, the raccoon, the Bradley Cooper raccoon. Yeah. Um, his son recently had to start a Kickstarter campaign to pay for his medical bill. It's like, it's like things like that are like, Ooh, you know, <laughs> like, and, and, uh, I don't know. I just find that to be like a huge fucking bummer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why does the mouse have to take all the money? What if, uh, a film, so you, are you saying, are you condemning these movies because of their immense popularity? That's because they're edging no, out the No, I'm condemning the, like, the, the, like, insistence and demand on the part of the fans that 
not only do they be the most popular and talked about things in the world, not only do they like are the highest growth things, like most monetarily rewarded things in the world, but they also they also they must be recognized as high art and cinema and be given and like lauded with Oscars and awards. I just think that's silly. So you, you and I also think. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, it just sounds like you're saying that we don't deserve it all, us Marvel fans. It's, it's you no, know, it is. My feelings could be summed up in like the John Hamm gift. Like, that's what the money is for. <laughs> you know? Yes, that's a good <laughs> reference. Like, that's like how I feel when people are like, why isn't Avengers Endgame like in the conversation for best picture? I'm Honestly, like, good cue. Why isn't for. it? I mean, but uh, why can't we have it all? I want my cake and to eat it too. Uh, I think yeah, I, I want that <laughs> as a I Marvel know. fan. Well, Kate, to be honest, I could talk with you about this for another 45 minutes, <laughs> but I, I feel slightly bad that I left uh, my friend inside. <laughs> That's fair. And I, I feel like I should maybe go back inside. That's and, totally and, understandable. And, uh, hang out with the person I came to meet up with, even though I did make plans with you prior. <laughs> um, I'm just too, I'm just too popular. You know, yeah. I guess that's the problem. You have, um, yes, you have a true popularity about you. Kid, um, we got to get you up to New York and, and get you on our, absolutely. on like, can Jordan come? Can we both star on course, your, your podcast? Of course. And, uh, <laughs> let's, let's, or you, you know, if you can, if maybe we can maybe comp you a ticket or great. maybe give you some sort of voucher for food. That would be um, cool. I don't know if we can pay for the ticket, but uh, I mean, we'll, um, we'll find a way. Some sort of rebate system. Um, oh, also, Jordan, can I just say I hear you're a non-cinema head. Non-cinema, uh, uh, the uh, Tim Heidecker thing. Yeah, he yeah he says yes. <laughs> Sorry, can it's I, hard to go too I ask back if and he's forth. A Tim head or a Greg head? Are you a Tim head or a Greg head? Gotta be Tim. <laughs> Did you hear that? What? He's what a, he a Tim. He's a Tim head. <laughs> Hell yeah. Same here. All right. Cool. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Patrick, for your time on the show. We appreciate your feedback, uh, and we would love to have you back on the show if we don't get to you first and uh, star on your show. Oh, thanks, Kate. It was great to, great to be back on. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Fantastic. You guys have a good night. Yeah, you I do can't the wait same. to listen to the episode. Okay. Bye. Right. <laughs> Bye. Always good to hear from you. Oh, wait, once, one second. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. I just wanted to get that clean. I'm going to edit that backwards. <laughs> great. <laughs> so great. I was polite in retrospect. I, I think he knows you were polite. Mm-hmm. He already likes you more than me. Well, yeah. Uh, that was Patrick Fitzsimmons. Yeah. Lovely voice uh, to have on I the show. I think he laid it down proper. I think he's wrong. I'd said a lot of those things before. Um, he might have he been a bit more succinct. Uh, I mean... Uridite, perhaps. Mm, I, why can't we have it all us marvel fans we deserve it all we beat avatar i feel like it's just the disney mentality just wait for avatar 2 it's gonna it's gonna i swear to you fucking, fucking god feet. if that if that <laughs> if that beats avengers endgame i'm gonna have a i'm gonna riot i'm going to riot what if it makes like an absurd like five billion dollars <laughs> and you're just like ah! <laughs> i will do that i will make that exact same facial expression i I would literally cry. Like, is that? Do you think that's how Patrick feels when I watch these movies? Maybe. Hmm. Wow. I've never really been able to put myself in his shoes. What if it makes eight billion dollars? Everyone on Earth could have paid pays a dollar, dollar to yeah. see it. <laughs> uh-huh.
to see which is really unfortunate because like that's like a lot of money to some people oh basically yeah. no money in america <laughs> <laughs> uh do you think they would i think there's no way what do you think I don't know how Avatar made the money it made initially. But that's the problem. 3D. Do you think like this this comeback this after waiting 12, 12 years for this movie? Yeah, I think it's going to be a slam dunk. Really? I think I'm going to love this one. <laughs> I think this time they're going to be blue <laughs> and on this rock float planet. No argument for me here. Unobtainium. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bring me the check. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. It's me, Jordan. I gotta see this one. Uh, will you watch any of the four? Like, even the first one? Because I will say, you've watched Jurassic World, and that was pretty stupid. And you watched if, Jurassic if World, too. If I had too. Movie Pass, I'd go see Avatar. I do not have Movie Pass. I will steal it on the internet. You ha ha, you'll never catch me. <laughs> you saw Jurassic World 1 without Movie Pass. Yeah. Wasn't worth it. Was not. No. What about that fun side plot with the kids and their parents getting divorced? Boo. <laughs> what if that exact same side plot happens in Avatar? I mean, probably will. Mm, that's so frustrating. Sigourney Weevor. <laughs> no, you had it right. Weevor. Weevor. We'll have a falling out. We have war dogs. Whoever she's romantically interested in. And then, you know, I don't know any of the names of the characters in this movie. Uh, so it's hard to make jokes about. There's old blue. Mm. there's uh young blue. young blue there's blue the detective dog yes blue's clues yeah um and blue Bisor, like bulbasaur mm. but the avatar equivalent and there is uh old shaky legs who's the paralyzed guy i thought it was gonna be elvis <laughs> yeah elvis is in the film i did forget about that but we just call him elvis uh, well so, look forward to that yeah <laughs> avatar 2 coming at you in 2021 i believe all right i think i think all that we wanted to say has been said i think so i think we covered all our bases i think and i think we really found friendship along the way Mm. which it was in the journey all along yeah and that doesn't always happen so i'm really happy that we were able to do that um and you know marty scorsese i we argue (laughs) i think you're wrong other people think you're right uh i'm more right than they are so that's a toss-up um but you know people can be wrong and you can still be friends with them that's how me and jordan have made this work for so long yeah i just i don't care how wrong he is you know (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) i've been jordan peoples and marvel has sucked i have been kate weiberg and no it does not